Realty Nation. It's Abby Golhar. You're watching the Think Realty Podcast. Listen, the number one strategy that I use that smart, good-looking real estate investors like yourselves use on a daily basis is knowing how to deploy capital through a self-directed IRA. Um, now, there, there are a lot of different options here. You've got self-directed traditional IRA, self-directed Roth IRAs. You can do all sorts of things. My really good friend Derek Long from Quest is here to talk through some of the strategies and some of the things that you need to know that are changing in the landscape for self-directed IRAs and just self-directed landscape altogether. So before we get to him, it's going to be a jam-packed interview. We've got about 10 minutes here uh, with Derek. I need to give a huge shout-out to Rental Retirement for sponsoring the podcast today. Uh, they offer fully turnkey properties that are newly built or renovated, leased and managed, allowing you to invest with confidence out of state. They have single-family, multifamily new builds across 15 markets that maximize cash flow, appreciation, and equity. Uh, they help investors build a business plan to achieve financial freedom through real estate investing. Check them out, rentalretirement.com. You can also call them at 800-311-6781. <laughs> Derek, welcome to the show. There's a lot to talk about here. I am all ears, dude. Like, I've got a couple of talking points and a couple of notes, but here's where I want to start. Updates with retirement accounts and Congress. This is a big one for me. Last year, there was a lot of, uh, a lot of like, weird stuff going on. Congress, they, they, were thinking, they were saying, well, we want to, like, we want to expedite. No, they wanted to... Um, they wanted people to, if you didn't fall into a particular category, they said you had to take early RMDs. I'm just like, what is, yeah. what is going on? Can you just like give me a summary of what was happening, what's happening now? Sure. So a long story short, what this really ended up doing was it put self-directed IRAs on the IRS's and Congress's radar. Right now, any bills and stuff like that that you've heard that have been presented, such as like additional RMDs, the ten million, ten million dollars thing, the checkbook control stuff. Uh, you know, not being able to raise capital for, you know, multifamily deals or something like that. All of that, especially with the help of Think Realty and a lot of the lobbyist efforts, we've got it all removed, 100% removed as of right now. But that's not the problem with this. The problem is now self-directed IRAs are on Congress's radar, right? And immediately following this, there's already been additional court cases that they have started to review and go forth with attacking self-directed IRAs. So if you're out there and you're using one of these accounts and you're using things like checkbook control methods or using solo 401ks, be very, very careful. Make sure you're getting the proper education right now because Congress and the IRS are looking at these accounts drastically. So I don't mean to scare you, scare you from it. These are still the best tools to utilize and avoid taxation and things like that uh, for any type of real estate deal, but it is on their radar. So, so I, obviously, I mean, you guys have a fantastic education library online. You have great yeah. resources and people that can answer a bunch of questions. Um, one of the things that I've always been, uh, that I've always struggled with is staying within the lines, right? It's like, okay, how, mm -hmm. I, when do I know when I'm, if I get something set up, say through Quest, when do I know I'm like pushing the boundary of what I can do because I'm an aggressive entrepreneur, right? Like I want to go buy a salmon farm, a, a, uh, a, uh, I mean, don't laugh. It's a thing. Okay. I, like an oil rig, I, whatever. And I want to be able to do it using my self-directed IRAs, but I don't know 
like how far I can push the limits, and that's why I appreciate it. You mentioned court cases. I'm already scared. People are people that are watching and listening are like, "What are you talking about? What are some of the court cases that we need to know about, and how do we avoid uh, being a target uh, when some of this stuff comes to light?" Yeah, so the newest court case that came out, if anyone wants to be a nerd and really read through it, you don't need to. You can just call me or you can, uh, I, I've written some articles on it on our website, but it's called McNulty versus Commissioner. And when you read through, if you're just reading through the surface level of it, it's, a, it's an older couple that bought some gold through their IRA and stored it. But really what ended up happening is the IRS said, hey, you had what we call a constructive receipt all right, of the assets. And you are providing additional services just by holding the gold. Well, what this did is now people are like, well, wait, wait, does that mean if I hold my checkbook, if I am providing additional services such as trying to rehab a property, right? At what level is it gonna be considered constructive receipt? And people got really scared about this. Now, Quest has come up with a pretty good solution. And all it is is a dat uh, adding additional members into your entity right, where maybe you have a, a manager that can hold the checkbook for you will really solve all of these problems. All of that being said, guys, don't be scared. If you're someone out there and you're a really aggressive entrepreneur, give Quest a call, right? We have IRA specialists on staff, all right, Monday through Friday on a non-automated line that can walk you through your problems. Most of the time you have a problem and you just need a solution to it. And we'll come up with some pretty good solutions that are sometimes outside of the box because we are real entrepreneurs ourselves. Me as an individual, I own a couple of rentals. I have several promissory notes and an oil and gas investment. Knowing that we actually really do understand what you're trying to go through. And we can walk you through some of the pitfalls that we've seen through other court cases that uh, clients are experiencing using a self-directed IRA. In addition, you don't even need to be a client of Quest. Understand as we go through these motions, all we're really doing is walking you through the motion of any self-directed custodian. Because sometimes, man, it's a pain in the butt to change and we understand that. We can even walk you through your other custodian's process. That's, uh, yeah, I mean, that's really important to know. Like. I've got a couple of accounts in a couple different places and it's like, what do I do? Because the process is completely different. And there is, so there is a self-directed IRA company. I can't remember the name of them right now. I'm sure you know them. And they push this idea of checkbook control. They always say, well, hey, you know what? Like we, we believe that the best way to self-direct your money is, so, is for you to direct it yourself using your own your own checking account and you have a checkbook yep. and you write money through that through that uh through that world so i've always believed like i should always be removed from it that's why i'm a big believer in quest and having you guys do all my paperwork because frankly i hate paperwork and you guys do a really good job of it but for somebody that's like no man i i want my own checkbook bro like what are some of the what are some of the risks when it comes to having your own checkbook control Sure. So first off, uh, everything that you just mentioned is 100% correct. I would argue that checkbook control is probably the cheapest, fastest, and best way if you know what you're doing with a self-directed IRA. All right? It really, really is. The problem, though, is notice I just told you at the very beginning of all this that self-directed IRAs are now on Congress's radar, right? And the IRS is specifically looking at it, right? Meaning that's why we're starting to see all these court cases come up like the most recent and boy, are they attacking them hard. 
So if you do, and you're one of those that you want to have your own physical checkbook, all we are saying is to add an additional manager, not even a member, a manager to your entity, whether it's a trust or an LLC, right? That can hold the checkbook for you. That's it. Now, if you have an additional manager in there, it gives you that level of extra separation, right? And this manager would have to be something that we call a non-disqualified person under the IRS publication 4975. Once again, I'm a nerd. I read this stuff. I get paid a lot of money to read this stuff. <laughs> so uh, it can't be you, spouse, parents, and kids. We can leverage sometimes other business partners. We can leverage sometimes siblings, brothers and aunts, you know, nieces, nephews, cousins. It doesn't matter. But as long as you have that extra separation of service, you can still hold that checkbook then indirectly, avoid fees from any one of your custodians, and ultimately then still go through those motions. But be very careful. Once again, these are now on the IRS's radar. When we look at what the Biden administration put forth last year, they were attacking your guys' checkbook control accounts. Why is that? Because they're looking at them. They're looking at them more and more because they know people are not doing things the right way. So just be very careful, guys. And we can walk you through the proper way to set it up. Yeah. And you don't even need to have an account with us. So I'm, I'm all for the proper style of checkbook controls where we have a manager in place. I think it's a great solution. Um, uh, <laughs> Derek Long for president. Um, so <laughs> I'm not even joking, man. Like, I'm just, you know, you've got the, you've got that down. And that's really it. You've got that down. You, you, you've got the blazer and blue shirt look. You just need a little lapel pin and, uh, you know, speak slowly and loudly. And that's really all it takes. Um, so when it, okay, if, I, if I'm an entrepreneur, I'm a guy that's got a couple of businesses, I'm looking at investing in some real estate, et cetera. What, I mean, obviously there are tax advantages using a self-directed IRA. How do I fully take advantage of those tax advantages? So the first thing to understand is why we use a self-directed IRA. Me as an individual, I tell everyone they, the IRS puts us all in two categories. Is it a taxable category? That's you, your LLC, your C-Corp, S-Corp, your trust, whatever. Or is it a non-taxable category? If I do a fix and flip and I make 50 grand, I don't really get to keep 50 grand, do I? The IRS comes in and taxes me. But I can do that same fix and flip with an IRA and avoid 100% of the taxation. I can hold a rental property. All the rents that come in are completely tax-free today. And in some accounts like the Roth IRA or a Roth solo 401k are always going to be tax-free, right? These are the reasons that you want to use some form of IRA, right? Yeah. The problem, though, is people have that instant gratification. Well, Derek, if I do a fix and flip, right, and I make 50 grand, I can't spend it till I'm old, right? I can't spend the money for personal use till I'm 59 and a half. And I agree with you 100%. But this is where we need to start actually vetting and looking at deals. Is this a deal that uh, I'm doing a wholesale deal? I'm going to make a quick five, 10 grand? Well, let's do that one outside of the IRA. Yeah. Is this a multifamily deal where I'm really not going to get paid until five years down the road? Well, let's do that one inside of the IRA. I'm not trying to live off that money today because my real plan is to make money in the future. Yeah. Well, if that's the case, that's a deal for the IRA because you can't avoid 100% of the taxes on any of the income. So I have a so question. So that's really for you. the benefit to using a self-directed IRA. So I have a question for you. 
I, uh, let's say you have a company, um, the company has a, has a guideline 401k, right? So the company offers 401k to all of its employees. It uses guideline as the custodian or the, the whatever, the transfer portal, you're familiar with them. You have two options here. The first option is a pre-tax 401k. The second option is a Roth 401k. Um, that Roth 401k, you're telling me that I can take that Roth 401k, roll it over, and then start using that in, say, a real estate deal or a note deal or an oil and gas deal that you're going to tell me about over drinks when we're in Houston. You know, like that's something that I can do with Quest. Absolutely. Right. So that's one of those key things, especially if you're a brand new real estate investor out there. Understand that as a brand new investor, now you might have more money than you think. A lot of times we are only thinking of our own checking account, our own savings account. And you forget about those old 401k or those IRAs, those TSPs, those 457s, those 403Bs. Yeah. Right. We can leverage that capital and purchase those same real estate deals you already are looking at. Now, if you're out there and you're listening to this, you probably are looking to be some sort of entrepreneur, some sort of real estate style investor. Well, if I'm looking to do that, why do you have that 401k sitting in the public market, sitting in mutual funds and stocks? Most of the time, the answer is because you didn't know you could use that capital to purchase real estate. That's right. So, Dude, I, this is why I love talking to you, man. This is uh, this is great. I the reason I asked that question is because that's exactly the loaded the question. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, and it's exactly the situation I'm in right now. It's like, well, I can keep contributing to a 401k. Um, do I want this pre-tax because then I can deal with the tax? Uh, I can deal with the taxes when I have to pull the pull the capital out um, with my required, uh, with my RMDs, or do I pay the taxes today and then start moving the money around uh, wherever, I, wherever I need it to, wherever I need it to go. Uh, so I think that's, uh, I think you just answered my question. So that's kind of cool. All right. Uh, this has been really great for me. Like this is, this is, I'm selfishly doing the podcast at this point because I'm like, okay, now I need this advice. Um, Derek, this has been fun. If you want to check out uh, Quest Trust Company, uh, that's the website. Super easy. Go to questtrustcompany.com. Uh, Derek and his team, uh, Anne-Marie, uh, Kurt uh, Power, they're all phenomenal people. And not just those three. Those are the three names that I know, um, uh, uh, along with Quincy, of course. So uh, gi give them a quick shout. They are the best in class in the industry. They understand the self-directed stuff. They understand what's going on in Congress. They understand what's coming, coming down the, uh, the pipe from a government regulation perspective, and they will help you uh, maneuver in such a way where you don't get into trouble because the last thing that you want to do is invest your money in something and then be penalized for it all your gains wiped out, and then you have penalties on, on all sorts of things. And I'm sure uh, if you give Derek's office a call, he can tell you about all the things not to do. Um, so, Derek, this has been fun. Thanks so much for stopping by. If you, have got, if you want to catch up a little later, let's make it happen. Thanks a lot. Bobby, thanks so much for having us. We love you guys. I'll see everyone around. Love you too, bro. I want to give a huge shout out to today's sponsor, Rental Retirement. Rental Retirement offers fully turnkey properties that are newly built or renovated, leased and managed, allowing you to invest with confidence out of state. They have single family, multifamily, and new builds across 15 markets that maximize cash flow, appreciation, and equity. Does 20% return on uh, investing in turnkey rentals sound attractive? Rental Retirement helps investors to build a business plan to achieve financial freedom through real estate investing. You want to learn more, go to renttoretirement.com or call 
311-671-6781. That's a wrap for today. I want to give a huge shout out to the entire Think Realty team that's going to be in Houston. Um, during the event March 24th and 25th, Derek Long and Quest Trust will also be in Houston, Texas. You want to be at that event. I'm going to be there as well so we could talk about private equity. We could talk about business acquisition. We can talk about real estate investing. Every, anything and everything's on the table in Houston, Texas. Um, so I'm going to be there from the 24th to the 25th. For a limited time right now, if you're listening to the podcast, you're watching the podcast, we are giving you a buy one, get one deal to that event. It is a live, in-person, non-virtual event only. Uh, you want to go to thinkrealty.com slash Houston. And when you register for two tickets, type in the code, uh, type in the uh, promo code podcast, and you'll only be charged for one ticket. So it's our gift to you for being a regular listener and viewer of the Think Realty podcast. Think Realty Nation, if you, got, if you have any questions for me, you know how to get in touch, go to abigolhar.com or find me anywhere at abigolhar. And until next time, happy investing. <laughs> Thank you.